Welcome to Hear Something, a conversational podcast between three dingus boys, myself, Josh, and my good pals, Jeremy and Mitch. Hey guys, hear something. Yeah, buddy. (laughs) So, um, a company in Japan has created a laundry bot that will do your laundry. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, Japan, that's full of Japanese people, is it not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. majority Japanese people in Japan. Just making sure I'm on the same page. Mm-hmm. I uh, I haven't read the article, but here's where I am on the topic. Isn't that just a washing machine? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, so initially, <laughs> when I read when I read it, um, I was like, okay, so you bring your your laundry somewhere, and a robot does it for you, like a laundry, like 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 a like a dry cleaner almost. And uh-huh. I was like, that's not that impressive. But then I continued to read on, and the robot is rented and stays in your house and does the laundry using your 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 other laundry bot, the washing machine. So the robot um, pays rent. You said, no, you pay you pay a, a a rent you pay rent for the robot. Oh, so you're like leasing a bot. Yeah, you pay like I think it's like two hundred fifty dollars a month. It's like twenty five thousand yen. I wonder if it has um, like a car leasing terms, like twenty five thousand washes or thirty six months. <laughs> no down payment on the laundry robot. I, say, I wonder <laughs> if it has a put up like a a pocket a pocket pussy or something. Um, okay. <laughs> wow, we're gonna go there that early, huh? <laughs> you have to wash the washing robot after you use it. <laughs> Sorry, Brendan. Our friend normally isn't this crass. Uh, it's so, just remote controlled too. So you're still doing your laundry. No, okay, so let me get to that. So what it is is you rent the robot, and then it's remote control to like almost like a, a, a call center, a center of people that are remote controlling these robots to do your laundry. So, <laughs> so it's not automated? Like, it's like a drone? No, it's not automated. It's just someone like using controls to, to do your laundry with a robot in your house. God, God, just hire a maid. God, <laughs> right? I just keep thinking about like one day somebody's gonna get like super disgruntled and pissed off and about to quit their job, and they're just gonna destroy your like apartment. <laughs> like they're gonna, the they're robot. gonna fucking, they're, yeah, they're gonna smack Susan straight upside the head because they're getting fired. <laughs> or, or, or better yet, they're gonna bring because I'm assuming this thing has like cameras on the front of it so they can see what the yeah, hell they're doing. Yeah. So, like kink, the kink lords are gonna like bring that thing into their bedroom and watch, make them. Oh yeah, like make some stranger watch them fuck. <laughs> you know, it. I'm gonna make the robot spar with me. I'm like, laundry bot spank me. <laughs> yeah. All right, they press the summon button. Oh god, 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 no, god, <laughs> Not again, not again, no. I see four buttholes. How many people is that? How many people? There's just two people, and there's so many buttholes. It's all <laughs> dudes. So it's all dudes. Um. But I came up with an idea that's better. So instead of us hiring people to control these robots, I'm just gonna make my own video game. Where no, you control... wait. <laughs> what? Invent a robot that controls the robots. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> that's what we need. Is that the new episode of Black Mirror? So I'm ready for it. Yeah. I'm sorry to cut off your video game idea. No, it's fine. But I think we should create a video game. Where you control a robot that does people's laundry, and then people will buy that game, play it, and then in turn, they will do people's laundry, and we will just make crazy amounts of money. Yeah, and then the kid who washes the most clothes, <laughs> uh, aliens come down from a ship and say, we put, we planted this game on Earth because we needed Earth's mightiest clothes washer. Yes. Come with the us. La- we need the last, cl- and the then last clothes washer. <laughs> and then there's something to do with crystals, and then you launch in the DLC. It's awesome. Oh my god. The last Starfighter <laughs> reference. Never thought that was going to come. So there are some cool stuff with this. They're thinking of using it for like elderly people, um, and people I guess are dual income households. With that one, kind of was kind of given, I think. But the elderly people thing would be pretty cool, like because I mean you won't have to have someone travel to your place. They would just have a robot to help your elderly. If they could teach the elderly how to control them too, they'd have like a new. Uh, wave of jobs. For... No, I'm being, I'm being 100% what if we serious. Teach kids? A, new, a new disposable labor force. Oh, oh my God. Not disposable, but... Uh, 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 they're on their way out anyway. Let's go. Yeah. We don't even need a 401k. They're not, they're not going to need it. But you know what I mean. Like, a, a new line of employment for the elderly that they could do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think age discrimination is big in Japan, huh? Oh, yeah. It's hiring? Yeah. I know it's big in China. I'd imagine Japan's similar. They have a huge issue with, like, uh, two... Too many people and not enough jobs over there. Like, too many cooks. Many cooks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just have food just getting thrown away because there's so many people cooking. Guys, um, somebody's going to fall in love with this robot. And I'm not 
and it's gonna be me <laughs> it's gonna be jeremy <laughs> just you know out of the so many people that are in japan somebody's gonna fall in love with that robot it's gonna you be know, folding my tidy whities i was like oh shit you're like ah oh, damn i wish those tidy whities were on me I've seen enough J dramas with my wife to know that's exactly what's gonna happen. That's Two people what are gonna I'm fall saying. in love. Like you know what they're into. <laughs> you know what they're Person, into. Like the dude's gonna come home his shirts are suddenly folded in heart shapes and stuff. They both reach for that ACDC uh nineteen eighty tour t shirt at the same time and their hands touch, and that's how they meet. Why? Oh yeah. And then an overly dramatic orchestral music plays in the background. And there's a zoom in on the face that's a little too fast, and then it cuts to commercial. It's a beautiful story. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me give you some information to entice you to fall in love with it. It weighs roughly 72 kilograms. Ah, uh, fuck yeah, that's the horniest weight. <laughs> it has adjustable height, 110 centimeters to 180 centimeters. Ah, fucking A. Yeah, perfect height. Keep totally going. within acceptable wait, wait. range. It's I'm almost arms? there. Its arms are 60 centimeters long. What? God, I'm almost there, JB. Holy Keep going. Shit. That's, all, that's all I got. <laughs> so he can oh, reach great. up to two meters. Uh, now JB's in the edging. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it foes your laundry. I don't so know, they said they're launching in 2020. That's pretty crazy. I'm ready for it. That's next. Hey, that's next year. I'm ready for Japan you? to be to have that. Yes. Come on and slam and welcome to Japan. It kind of looks like the 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 May robot, little May robot from Overwatch. Oh, oh yeah. Click with its, with yeah, the face eyes. the face is similar. It's like it hanging from a weird base. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's oh man. It's like a it's like I don't a know. it's like a Giger drawing. It's like looking a, at it again. A, I don't a, know if I can fall in love with it's it. A nightmare. <laughs> it's like someone slapped the Rob robot from Nintendo onto a, a Dyson vacuum cleaner. Yeah. 2021. We put skin on it. <laughs> oh, God. Just the hands. We put, we put skin on just the robot's head. <laughs> That's all I need. I'm good to go. And that was a tender, loving touch mode that you can... <laughs> oh, that's cool. It uses uh, Vive controllers. It's a controller. The hands are warmed up. Oh, that's... does it really use Vive controllers? Yeah, look, scroll down. Just the... Uh... Yeah, I see. I didn't recognize those. I see that's... them now. That's such an expensive step in between just hiring someone to do your laundry. Right. <laughs> you can't get over that. That's like, I really can't. Okay. It does, it, he's right. It makes no sense. You're in, you're including the human ele- element anyway. That person yeah. sees the well, inside of your house. Well, they're saying that like the people, they aren't in your house. They can't steal stuff, I guess. But They uh, totally. Jeremy, it's a robot. <laughs> what, where are they going to? They're going to throw it out the window and then someone is going to come and pick it up? They're going to they're gonna download your car. I'm saying you okay. You leave your envelope with some with some bank information or whatever, like just on the counter. They could totally oh. open that up and hold it in front of the camera, and there's all your bank info. Yeah, they could do that. Or they could like leave the door unlocked. I write my social security number and all my. They underwear, could for sure do so. that as soon as Japan. you leave the house. They could just. Japan is notorious for small scale heists. So. <laughs> Listen, I've seen enough J drums to know that's exactly what's gonna happen. <laughs> I used I used to wash people's clothes when I cleaned houses for a living, and they Jeremy, only paid us like twenty dollars an hour. Jeremy, listen to me. Well, what? now they okay. Just g- give me a ballpark on how much you think is spent on designing and manufacturing that robot. Oh, a lot. Yeah. Okay. Correct. <laughs> and now they have to. You have to rent the robot, which is money. They have to pay somebody yeah. to control the robot. Just hire the person that's yeah. controlling the robot to come and do your. God doggum laundry. Come on. <laughs> well, they were saying that, that since it's remote, that people could work multiple robots at a time. I'm like, I'm mad about this now. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> so okay. angry. I'm so angry about this I laundry can... doing robot. <laughs> I can hear it in your voice. Okay, I see that point, but how about this? Uh, J- Japan is a super densely populated area within small small amount of square footage. Yeah. Um, you could have like a laundry cleaning service do one floor at a time. Like all they would have to do is go into one person's room and throw that in, throw a load in while that's washing. Do the next one, next one, next one. Rotate around, yeah. throw them in a the dryer. I mean, there are ways around this without what, having to get now, fucking now like giving a robot, involved. Now you're giving robots the keys to people's apartments, and now that's scary. Like two a.m., hey. you're 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 sleeping, and a robot just busts in. Hello, Jeremy. Time for your laundry. Beep boop beep boop. I'm a robot. <laughs> beep boop bop. I, don't I know, love maybe, you. Maybe how much of this? What's someone who's racist against a robot? Is that a roboticist? But I'm... Anyway, G-Man, what were you going to say? <laughs> God. 
<laughs> I was gonna say, how much of this do you think is just outside pressure from Japan? Like, because you know, Japan's always been like the forefront of like robotic experts, i.e., yeah. anime. Well, like everybody's be a fucking every... anime about this robot. I'm on no, board no, no, no. now. I'm saying everybody's <laughs> always turned to Japan for like, okay, when are y'all gonna fucking invent Gundams? Y'all are so hot and heavy on giant robot mech suits. Do you think they're just like scrambling to find shit to do with robotics, just so that the rest of the world isn't like? They've always kind of done that. They made a the Honda think... bot that just did like a flip, right? Yeah, yeah. You guys think you're hot shit with all your robots? <laughs> Is there an where's, that statement where, or that's where's okay? the, where's all the robots? <laughs> where's all the robots? <laughs> where are they at? They're just they're just sweating trying to come uh, up with any with any uh, robot. Okay, we, we, we have one that washes clothes now. <laughs> Not good enough. A washing machine? No, uh, it's controlled by a guy. They had a robot that wiped my butt. I'd probably pay money for that. They do. It's called a bidet. Oh. No, no, no. This one is controlled by another person. <laughs> yeah, there's, I need there's, to be controlled a, by another There's a camera a... pointed right up at your asshole. It's and it's awesome. got a, an electric belt sander with, like, two-ply on it. Get the real yeah. good cleaning. It's a belt sander. <laughs> <laughs> my, ass, my ass got snagged. No. <laughs> my ass hairs. No. no. My butt it's, bot's got a virus. It's a free. It's there's a free waxing included. Oh my god! <laughs> Just a chainsaw, but instead of teeth on the blade, it's like Q-tips or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's horrible. I mean, don't knock it till you tried it. So that's yeah. Like, well, you know, maybe it'd be good. Send me to Japan, dude. I'll fuck it. All all of the robots. I yeah, got it. Let us miss in the R the Japanese yeah. R and D robotics labs for a minute. We will blur the line between robot and human with our fucking chainsaw ass paper. Japan, Japan, come on our podcast, and Mitch Japan. will go over there and make Japan, a robot. I'm gonna Venmo some ideas to you. I'm gonna Venmo some ideas to the entire country of Japan. Oh Japan invents new colonoscopy and hug robot. <laughs> its hands aren't code. <laughs> Because it has human skin grafted over only the hands. Japan, okay, Japan invents robots to wash that robot's hands. <laughs> controlled by other humans. Robotception. Yeah, all the robots are controlled by humans. They don't want to give it AI because it's scary. Skynet. Skynet's going to yeah. do laundry. I can bring Skynet's going to do my laundry. It's going to get pissed. For, I'm ready for Arnold Schwarzenegger to save me. The laundrinator. It's going to mix your colors and your whites. Jeremy, that's not cool. You no, you know that. what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you roboticist. <laughs> it's me. Oh, boy. I'm not on board with this idea. You're not? <laughs> Just clarify. It seems oh. excessively complicated. Okay, I thought Do my video game laundry. idea was going to sell it. It's I, fun. No, it's fun. <laughs> it's just I, impractical. Jeremy, okay. Fucking laundry doing simulator. You don't need the robot. You don't need the robot for that. But then it's doing someone else's laundry and we're making bank. We're making do, double just, bank. Ju- do your own laundry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's hurting Mitch's brain. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so, oh god, I'm so mad about it. Uh, just go do his laundry. Do, fucking, <laughs> do your fucking laundry. What if you What if you have to go up and down stairs? What is the robot going to do? That's the end of the show. Do your fucking laundry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're, we'll, we're done. Cue we'll outro catch on next week. Cue outro yeah. music. We got the title. Yeah. I forgot God. what the outro music sounds like. I was going to sing it, but I don't remember. <laughs> now I'm calm. I just need. <laughs> I don't know. That's what it is. That's what it is. It's the guitar. Is it? It's the guitar dilly dally. I wrote it and recorded it, but I have no idea what it is. Well, you, and, you sent me like four samples and I picked Yeah, that's true. All right. Uh, I, will, I will stab a laundry doing a robot in the fucking heart. Oh, my God. <laughs> we have to move just, on before Miss just He just spirals. goes around just slaughtering. He's the laundry robot killer. <laughs> it's it's robots now, and like in 20 minutes, he's going to be having to do uh, an apology tweet for his racist rants. <laughs> my robot is his rant. <laughs> You want to talk about Telltale? So, yeah. uh, so JB, tell so, me what's going uh, on that Telltale. Well, here's something to Telltale yeah, you to about. Hi Um, So there's some <laughs> some some Telltale veterans that oh, are wait. making their Can own. Can I make a yeah. joke? Mm-hmm. No. Tell, tell, tell me lies. Tell tell me sweet little lies. <laughs> All right. Now All you right. Can that go. was good. Oh, that was good. Yeah. That was, yeah. <laughs>
I approve of that joke. Thank you. Telltale Veterans are making their own studio named Ad Hoc Studio. And um, it's like, I think it's like four people. Yeah, it's four ex-Telltale developers in there. One's the CEO. They're, they're all the, the C, C-level fellas. Um, and basically, um, they said that they are going to use the popularity of Bandersnatch. Y'all, y'all aware of what Bandersnatch is? Yeah, it was yeah. bad. Yeah. You didn't like it? Man, don't okay, get me well. started. I'm already mad at robots. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Holy shit. This is just right. the, the trigger Mitch's trigger episode. I, I, I enjoyed it. But they're using that as like kind of like a, you know, um what's the word I'm looking for? Like a like a They're gonna a hitch cre- their wagon to the, the popularity of that. Yeah, they're using that they're using that as like um creative juices. <laughs> I think that's such a bad example. Like choose your own adventure is already a thing. You know? Yeah, well, they've already got it on the uh, Netflix store—not uh, store, but it's on Netflix. You could do a Minecraft story mode on there. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I guess they want to use stuff like that and make games like that. They also seem like they're hinting at they may be doing mobile, which I don't know. All right, wait. Like, uh, so you said these are all the 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 chief executives? Uh, they were developers at Telltale. And uh, now, yeah, so they weren't like the actual financial officers or anything like that. I don't believe so. I don't so, believe so what I'm getting at is hopefully it's not the same thing as that run the company into the fucking ground with a bunch of stupid business decisions. I don't. I don't think it is. I think they were de- developers, 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 and then they created their own company and they made themselves the the chief officers of that company. Well, I've got their first idea for them. Here's something: make up your own fucking IP instead of licensing <laughs> out your business <laughs> to pre-existing IPs. And then well, once one gets a little traction, go out and make business deals with. 20 20 other fucking companies. Mm, I yeah. have a question. Okay. Isn't this what Telltale did? Just choice-based narratives. Yes. Exactly. But I think That's, they're trying they to... They already I think, done that. I but now you only get two options. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe they want to go to, like, live action rather than, like, um, you know... God, fuck rendered. that. Okay. I'm going to stop. I'm going to mute myself. <laughs> all of <laughs> Mitch hates all my topics. Jesus Christ. I'm no, so no, pumped. they're interesting topics to talk about, but... That like we can disagree with them. Yeah, no, you can't. I totally. I I don't see the market for this. Jeremy, yeah, I love you as a I love you as a person. You got very soft lips, soft hands, but God, I hate Topics. you as a podcaster. I hate you as a podcaster. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't think there's a market for this yet. And if there I is, think, it's certainly too niche. I think on the mobile device front, this wouldn't be bad. Like, think about if you could play, like... I mean, y'all played some Telltale games, right? Yeah, but that market's already saturated, JB. Is what mm. I'm saying. Not with the Tell- sweet, sweet Telltale games. Yes! Well, That's right. why Telltale failed. They were coming what are you out talking with... talking about? Uh, Telltale was coming out with, like, four to five different, like, uh, choose-your-own-adventure things a year. Well, yeah. Now they had Guardians of the Galaxy. They had Game of Thrones. Batman. Minecraft. Borderlands. Uh, Minecraft. Borderlands. They, they saturated their own market to the point where nobody gave a fuck anymore. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I played the ones I enjoy, like I thought I would enjoy. I didn't play the Batman one. I didn't play the Borderlands one. Uh, but the Wolf the... Among Us? Well, that was their original, right? Wolf Among no, Us that was, was based good. off of a comic book. Really? Wolf Among Us was good. Yep. Uh, leave that one alone. Oh. Hey, Mitch likes that one. So they said that they're, they're just making Wolf Among Us games forever nice. now. No, I'm joking. Okay, cool. I'm, <laughs> I'm making I'm it I'm not going to be mad for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> Here's, so the the whole like interactive narrative thing has already been done. And you know, half of which has been poorly done interactive narrative games, and the other half is a uh, super seducer, which I'm sure you boys have heard of. Oh, yeah, I think it, so. Yeah, but there's like there's one on Steam already called Night Shift or Late Shift or something. Well, Super Seducer's on Steam as well. Night Trap. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Super Seducer Two is out. Ten out of ten. That's yeah. my game of the year. That's on my wish list. Um, but like I, f- I don't know. And maybe it's just me. Maybe there's like a like a an audience for these games, but that sort of thing where it gives you two choices, and there's like <laughs> I guess different parts of the f- film, quote unquote. Like it takes you. Yeah. yeah. It's not my thing. Really? I'm not into it. I'll I'll yeah. I'll buy a fucking choose your own adventure book because they're rad. I'll play an RPG because those are rad. <laughs> I don't like the like you get two decisions every ten minutes. I enjoy it. The rest is know. bad acting. I'm back there's... to mad. Scott, I'm sorry. <laughs> No, there, there's there's nothing. I've got nothing against the idea, but here's the thing: choose your own adventure is not innovative. It's been around forever. Yeah. The only yeah. reason um, The Walking Dead took off is because it was attached to an IP that people cared about. Well, that one had a really and, good story too. I think. 
Yeah, but and, I liked it. Uh, Bandersnatch. The only reason that was mildly interesting is because it played with your perception of what a choose your own adventure was. That it would rewind and throw in little bits of different things yeah. and stuff like that. They broke the fourth wall a little bit. Yeah, I just don't know what this fun. is. Uh, I don't want to be negative. I just don't know what it's who it's yeah. for. Who this is for? Like, if they want to keep making choose your own adventure games, cool. I just don't think it's that big of a a deal. What's more concerning to me is that Telltale just faltered because they saturated their own market and these guys want to start a new studio doing the exact same thing. Yeah, well, I don't know if they're doing the exact same thing. I mean, it's kind of what they're you talking just about. Said. Like, I know, but it sounds like that's what they're saying. I mean, they're being really quiet that's about their, it. That's their pedigree and that's the language they're using. That's yeah. what they're going to be making. And mm-hmm. there are other indie studios who have come up and taken over that market from them, like uh, the developers of Life is Strange. Yeah, and what you wouldn't like is that they hinted at an upcoming partnership for its first project. So it sounds like they're getting another <sighs> IP. <laughs> it's like they didn't learn their fucking lesson. I get it. You need a name attached to these things to get people to care about them. But like, man, they just—it's like it's they like they're they burn that bridge and now they're trying own... to cross the river again. I'm I'm taking it back. Oh, maybe maybe the writing in this article is just bad. Oh. Oh you no, know? the poor writer. Yeah, here, let me find her name. Rebecca Valentine, come Rebecca on Rebecca Valentine, <laughs> you, you absolute shithead. I don't think... <laughs> Jesus. Mitch can say that because he's a shithead. Yeah, I'm one of them, you know? But, I don't know, maybe maybe they mentioned Choose Your Own Adventure, she's like, oh yeah, Bandersnatch, writes in notes, writes in notes. Maybe so, maybe so. I, mean, I think it was not. I think did it was they mention Bandersnatch or did she mention Bandersnatch? She mentioned Bandersnatch. There's, no well, sure? There's no quotes around it. Oh, no. It just says Chung said that the new ground plow by Bandersnatch offers a chance for teams like Ad Hoc to be on the forefront. What's coming next yeah. for narrative gaming? No, it fucking doesn't. Which that still, that, still means, that still means Telltale's like doing the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, they, they said they don't want to remain stuck in Telltale's particular variety of choice-based play so much as they want to offer emotional experiences. So, maybe it's, it'll be different? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I've tuned into the gaming news world for a very long time, and this PR yeah. speak is just, it's all smoke and mirrors, and it's all going to devolve into the same fucking shit. Like, mark yeah. my word now. They filtered right. bullshit until it's water. I'm not buying it. I'm, I'm it's exactly right. Like they're they're saying that because they know the perception, but they're not actually going to change anything. I yeah. swear to God, if they take anything out, it'll be all the in between parts. It's just going to be you're not you're not going to have any action controls or, or walk around anymore. You're just going to be watching something. That's exactly what it fucking is. You're just going to watch something film. and occasionally make a choice. Oh, that's, that's all it's going to be. There's not going to yeah. be like Walking Dead. You would occasionally have to aim a gun or do some quick time events. They're going to strip yeah. all that bullshit out, which is probably for the better, but it's really? not enough. I enjoyed that stuff. I don't know. Maybe was, I'm just the weird one here. <laughs> like I said, like maybe maybe I, no, there's I an really audience enjoyed for it. The Walking Dead. The yeah. like the Telltale series. I, I did. I played the first and second one and I'm waiting for the uh the third one to be fully completed before I buy that. Mm-hmm. But like I don't know, man. Like I I don't want to be the, the negative Debbie Downer, but it feels like they're setting themselves up for a huge failure. Yeah, you guys have talked me into it. Like I said, though, like like maybe there's an audience. Of course, um, there's there's a bunch of people that liked what's it called, Cumberbatch. <laughs> yes, Cumberbatch. <laughs> I love them in Doctor of, Strange. There's <laughs> yeah. a bunch of people that love Bandersnatch, so like they they can ride that success train for a while. But man, I'm not into it. I'm yeah. not into it, and I so I like I and I can't understand why other people would be into it. So maybe that's a fault of my character. But Rebecca well, Valentine, I... this is this year to blame. Oh my Staff God. writer of GameIndustry.biz, I'm fucking coming for you. Poor Rebecca. Here's, here's what I don't get: Why would they reference that by name unless they're releasing something next week? I mean, by the time that game comes out, Bandersnatch will have been a long and distant. That's, that's what I was gonna say. No one's gonna care about it. It's gonna be hyped down, like. Like they're what they just started the studio like last month. Also, unless uh, they release it on Netflix, nobody that liked Bandersnatch is gonna fucking see it. Like nobody, I guarantee the nobody if that's, that, that liked that. That's is, the only is... partnership that I could see making sense. Like if they mean their partnerships with Netflix and they're gonna start doing Netflix IPs like a Stranger Things yeah. thing, they yeah. might have a chance because then nobody's buying their shit. It's just getting put in front of people, and Netflix is paying them. That's the sure. only sustainable business model they have. 
but if so. not, then then nobody that like Bandersnatch is gonna see it because I can guarantee right. that nobody liked it is like actively looking for those kinds of games. They just saw it on their homepage and they're like, oh, neat. Ah, oh, cool. Right. Yeah, I mean, it had some hype on on. Unless they unless they announce that their partnership is like with Hulu, Netflix, or another stream like major streaming service, even Disney, because they got one coming out. Mm-hmm. Like they're 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 screwed. I I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. That's just how I feel about it, and how what the market has been dictating on this this sort of game. Josh, trend. you've heard it here, folks. First, folks, ad hoc, self proclaimed gaming expert. Yeah, Nostradamus, Josh Radamus. Josh Radamus. I'll <laughs> add one more thing before we move on. Uh, no, text based RPGs are are is one of my favorite genres. Really? Um, yes. Well, there's something like that. The general narrative is laid out for you, and there are many, many choices that you can make. Mm-hmm. And that's one of my favorite genres. I think something like this, especially like Bandersnatch or Night Shift or whatever the fuck, it is. It is so. It is so watered down to the point where, because I've played text-based RPGs, it's not fun. Oh. I'm just I'm sitting and clicking every five minutes. Yeah. There's like it's it's just barely interactive. Yeah. I'll say this too, like I hugely yeah. enjoyed like my time with The Walking Dead and stuff like that, and I'm I'm a huge advocate for getting better, well uh, like, well written stories into video games. Mm-hmm. But don't get mad at me for reading the writing on the wall when it comes to this fucking move. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish those guys all the success in the world, but man, have a backup plan. I think y'all are right because they're saying that like the lines between film, television, and games are starting to blur. So you're no, probably they're right. not. No, they're what? trying, but they're not. Yeah. They're not starting to flirt. <laughs> no. I don't know. I hope they do well. I want every video game to be good, but that's yeah. not a thing that can happen. Rebecca, yeah. do you hear me, Rebecca? <laughs> I, Rebecca. I apologize for Mitch, Rebecca. I'm no, so don't sorry. you fucking dare. I'm <laughs> not sorry. I'm there editing out no that apology. <laughs> I'm taking it out. Don't edit it out. If anything, where's my, gonna, where's gonna... my katana? If anything, I'm going to twist your words to be like, I fully support Mitch. <laughs> Where's my laundry bot? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to send my fucking laundry bot after Rebecca Valentine. Mark oh, it down God. now. If we're, if, we're still, uh, if we're still doing this podcast by the time like their first thing comes to pass, I'm, I'm, I'm saying it now. It's either going to be a Netflix thing deal where they, they do like that sort of interactive content, quote unquote interactive mm-hmm. content for Netflix or mm-hmm. Hulu or some other streaming service, or it's going to be the same old Telltale shit. But without all the in between, like QTEs and and controlling a character and all that, it's just going to be you watching something and making emotional decisions. Yeah, yeah, that wouldn't be as fun, not for me at least. No, there's a, it, I mean, there's I like a reason the that market's not huge. Yeah, see, I mean, these are the types of games I used to. I would you know fix a glass of whiskey and just sit back and play it. It was just yeah, fun, you know. Sure. Again, I'm not against that stuff, but they oversaturated their 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 market and. It's a it's a niche crowd that likes that kind of stuff, and at a certain point, it was a snake eating its own tail. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's hot. Uh, That's they hot. took on too they took on too many IPs, and those IPs that they took on were fucking expensive. Man. I well, guarantee there's... it was the Guardians of the Galaxy one that was like the final nail in the coffin because you try and license anything from Disney. Well, they were so obviously splitting their dev team into so many different games that yeah. like the quality fell. Like I didn't I didn't hear any good things about the batman one at least mechanically i don't know about the story the, uh, the borderlands I, I heard had that really the, good things i don't know. i heard the borderlands thing was like a, it was the best borderlands it was yeah. it was the it was the best game using the borderlands ip including borderlands that's, as far as stories wild. as far as stories concerned that. but i mean oh, that, okay. that's not a very high bar but yeah. uh, the batman one i actually heard some pretty positive things about cuz they were doing some interesting takes on like the batman universe yeah but, mm-hmm. but I did like their scarecrow design. I'll say that. I saw that. Yeah. Good scarecrow design. <laughs> like I said, I'm not shitting on the work that they've done. It's just the business practice. Was, I don't know. You just don't think their idea of moving forward is going to be that great. No. And so many people have just lost their jobs over this stuff and, and in a very ungraceful way. Yeah. In a very public meltdown of Telltale. Want me to leave you with his last quote? That uh, they're sh- going to put a focus on recognizing empowering and ultimately retaining creative talent (laughs) the last quote is from me fuck you rebecca we've called action against todd howard we've called the action against todd howard we're coming for you next fuck you rebecca we've killed your laundry robot you've seen what we did to tom howard (laughs) i don't even remember who tom howard is todd howard Todd Howard. Tom okay. Howard too. We're going for we, Tom Howard too. We're we fucking fight you. changed his name. <laughs> he was so scared changed of us. He Todd changed Howard's it. name. <laughs> oh Tom Doward. Oh my god.
Anyway. Is it my turn? Okay, yeah, now sure. I remember who Todd Howard is. <laughs> the yeah, guy the guy with all the enthusiasm of a, of a soggy turd giving the it's, E3 press conference for Bethesda. The guy it that just jerks wor- off to his own game and re-releases <laughs> it over and over and over. It just works. Nice. nice. It just works. We're going to do the, the break it early test initiative because apparently these games have a lot of bugs. Dude, the best burn <laughs> I saw for that was uh, Giant Bomb does like a we talk over the E3 press conference thing every year. Yeah. And he goes, uh, <laughs> he said that and Jeff Gersman goes, yeah, and if you thought our online games were buggy, you should see our single player games. <laughs> 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 anyway, I'll take the, I'll take all that out because I was whatever. No, you leave it in. You love it. You right. motherfucker, you get it in there. Don't pull out, ever. Life advice. Alright, go ahead, Mitch. <laughs> Can that be the name of our next album? <laughs> Don't pull out, ever. <laughs> Don't pull out, ever. Nothing's, Todd Howard. Nothing ever good came Todd out of Howard pulling out. Tom, Tom Howard. <laughs> oh, yeah. Alright, All right, boys. Yeah. Uh, here's something. Well, actually, you're going to give me this something, because I just have some questions for you. Oh, God. Do you like to get licked? <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm sick. I can't even do the voice. Fellas, um, listen. <laughs> I almost spit my drink out. You. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, I was gonna say with the release of uh, Apex Legends, and I've been watching a new Netflix show that's very good. That I don't want to spoil for you boys, but I'll just, uh, it's called Kingdom. It's really good. Um. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you, you boys, what makes a video game good to you, personally? Uh, like, what's your favorite genre, mechanics, narrative structure? And, uh, you know, what games outside of your comfort zone sort of got you, got you good? And what recently has has surprised you in terms of doing something new? I know, G Apex Legends, obviously. You predictable. <laughs> you, you say that, bitch. Shit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw you a, a ding-dang-zing-zag. Oh, he's going to throw you a dong. Uh, right, starting right. with starting with this Omega, you go first. Oh yeah, shit. I got him. Whoa! So you Same know what way. makes a video game good for me? Goddamn cover system. Cover system. <laughs> cover systems, I fucking called it. The door opens on the car and it fucking whoa. That's all I need is some goddamn cover systems, and I'm good. I'm set. Um, no, I don't know. I like I like really good stories usually, or just a game where I can go in and kind of make my own story. Like like uh, like I'll play um, uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands sometimes, and like I'll do the I'll find like a base and just like make up a whole story of why I'm attacking it and like how I'm gonna attack it and stuff like that. Sure. Based off of that, um, I do so weird sort of shit like, like that. So like narratively blank RPGs. Yeah, I enjoy sure. stuff like that. I mean the same thing with Skyrim, kind of how you could just kind of wander sure. around. I could make my character whoever I wanted really, and they don't talk about the backstory at all of your person, so you could do whatever you wanted and kind of treat yourself the way that you would if you were in that backstory sure I enjoy doing that so i'll expand upon that and ask you um like what in your head like what's the thing you default to do you like like the chosen one narrative structure do you like the uh overcoming a large evil narrative structure do you like, like what what's what are you into jb swallow hmm. play i don't know <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's pretty much what it is yeah, um, I love it when a game edges me. You, know? yeah. <laughs> you keep talking about edging. I just found out what it was like three weeks I mean, ago. Jesus now I can't Christ. referencing it. You cannot stop. Um, <laughs> um, well, I can tell you, like, so one time in Skyrim, like, they had these uh, mods where you could make, uh, you could get lightsabers. And so I, I made up this story where my guy was, like, uh, um, a Jedi Knight who, like, crash landed on that planet. <laughs> And didn't remember who he was, and then he was like finding all these writings about like the lightsabers and stuff like that, and then he he builds his own lightsaber there, and he was just like trying to save that world from the dragons. Um, Jeremy, what? I'm not being facetious. I'm being dead serious. That's the tightest shit I've heard. Before <laughs> before. <laughs> Man, if only cool. EOware, yeah, uh, EOware. If only EA had like fucking ideas like that, right? Yeah. Ad hoc, so. ad hoc. Hire JV. <laughs> Come on, our oh. podcast. I don't want to make a narrative decision about flipping a lightsaber when I want to fucking wield it. (laughs) (laughs) Ad hoc, stay the fuck away from JB. So yeah, I had I had a character like that. Um, You know, I I don't know. So you like a sandbox in which to craft your own narratives. 
Sometimes. And sometimes, sometimes. Like, if it's a good story, I mean, I enjoy do you, story. Do you prefer that over like a tightly crafted narrative? Uh, it just depends it, how good the narrative is. Do you, let me ask, do you prefer making your own fun as opposed to having fun crafted for you? Uh, yeah, I kind of prefer making my own fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about you, G man? Josh, sorry, it's the podcast. I shouldn't be calling you by your screen name. It's Go the ahead. podcast. It's, it's fine. I I called uh, JB like Omega like on, on almost every single episode. So. Never. I don't know. I'm kind of all over the board. Like I enjoy. Like I guess, tell uh, me about like your go tos, and then like I, I again I asked like what uh, outside of your comfort zone got you. It, it depends really on my my mood because I, I love the shit out of racing games, but I get kind of tired of them quickly. Like yeah. Jet Fighter games, like I'm super pumped about that new Ace Combat that I've got, haven't gotten a chance to play yet. Oh, that looks pretty good. But uh, in the same is the same point. Like Metal Gear Solid's my go-to number one favorite of all time because that one got really? me. Yeah, I don't know. Something about that game just caught me as a kid because up until that point, to me, games were like simple mechanics with like cartoons and shit slapped on top of them because that's pretty much yeah. what Nintendo and Super Nintendo and games were when we were growing up. Yeah. But like, and then Metal Gear Solid did like amazing shit that just blew my mind as a kid like having it it made a game feel like almost real in a sense because there's a a part late in the game you get a key card where they tell you uh it's you you have to change the the physical makeup of the key by uh changing its temperature Hmm. so then you think back like holy shit I, i ran through a smelting facility i wonder if i go stand in there if it'll change it and it does that's and it it is crazy mechanics like that it just made me I know it, when you break it down to like what it actually is, it's very simple. But like, it opened my mind in a way to video games. Yeah, it's was, it was very new for that time, right? Yeah. And it just, like I said, it opened up this world of video games to me. It made me appreciate video games on a different level. Yeah, and you know and what I did in that game? I just put claymores behind the guards <laughs> that were using the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> cool video games are so much more. Yeah. yeah. Because, yeah, because to me, like, video games were a point A to point B thing. And there was also a very crazy but also entertaining story in that game, too. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't know. Like, I do love tightly crafted narratives like Last of Us. And uh, I say tightly crafted. And I say, I want to say Uncharted, which was anything. Yeah. But it was kind of like a Indiana Jones movie, you know. It's just kind of dumb fun. Yeah, those sound cool. I, I wish I I wish those came on PC because I'd play them. But oh, you know what they come on? A PlayStation. But, Buy a fucking yeah, PlayStation. I wish they came all over my PC. <laughs> I can't afford I can't afford a PlayStation. I buy a laundry bot. So I don't know. And, and and sometimes I just like an open sandbox thing, like the Just Cause games. Like the 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 story is fucking shite in those, but yeah. like it's so much fun to just zip line around and create your own fun and See, stuff. Like I, so I, I'm I'm I, all over the spectrum. I don't enjoy Just Cause at all. <laughs> It's really weird. That surprises me because you're really into sandbox. I know. I just don't enjoy that game. I guess there's like a there's a there's a line to draw though. I guess so. Yeah. But see, I love those physicsy sandbox worlds to where like you just uh, just push the boundaries and break the game. You know. Yeah. I I enjoy that kind of shit for for a while anyway. Yeah. But I I don't know. So I guess I could say I'm all over the board with that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, if you guys want to talk about movies and shows too. Well, JB said, JB said, we we talk about video games too much. Oh my God. When'd you say that? When'd you <laughs> no, fucking say that? When I wasn't here earlier? Yeah. I said God that I, I try to pick topics that aren't just about video games because you guys talk about video games a lot and I like to change stuff. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I like, I like that you do though. Yeah. Because love literally the only media I consume is like games, news media and stuff like that. Yeah. JB, I, I like the way you work it. No diggity. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Um, <laughs> but I like I like having an outlet to talk about that stuff too, though. So I'm going to keep doing it. So fuck off. No, no, I think it's fine. <laughs> I was just saying why I choose topics outside of video games. Oh, that's that's all it was. I know, I know. And then, um, but you know, we're going to pick on you. That is just so mad at me. To get back to Mitch's topic, as far as outside the comfort zone, I'd say the horror game genre. Right. Like, I, yeah, I recently did that playthrough of like RE2, and yeah. I can't wait to play the next one. Did yeah. you finish it? Yeah, twice. Oh, nice. I, I did the the first oh. and second run. Twice, hmm. yeah. Like I don't like horror games run. at all. I don't like horror movies though either. See, I did, oh, but that I Resident Evil dude, play try Resident Evil too. I think there's a demo. I, just, I think you'd like the puzzle solving mechanics. Yeah, I do like puzzle solving stuff. There's also like I feel like the most advertised part of all of the horror genres is, is either shock factor or uh-huh. just just surprise, like like jump scares. See that? Which, yeah, I I hate jump scares because. 
it's the cheapest fucking way to get a reaction out of somebody i feel but yeah. they do it they do it in a right way well and that's they the hit, thing they hit Resident it with you Evil. when the tension's maxed out you know there's legitimately like disturbing things in there and, and yeah. they they earn it is is kind of what i feel about it and that's that i think is the important part of horror is is building that tension i think that i think the the sort of concept of the looming threat is what makes something scary so when something does pop out at you it's warranted you're actually scared mm-hmm. because you know that thing has been in the background you know that thing has been like somewhere around you like you're worried about mr x and then the game throws something crazy around yeah. the corner mr. or you're x. like you're scrambling for ammunition and stuff and you open up a locker and and an already dead zombie like flops out you know yeah <laughs> like uh i know i said i wasn't going to talk about the show but i'm going to so if you boys want to watch talk it talk about fuck it you, i'm spoiling it yeah there's this uh there's a show on netflix called kingdom and it takes place in in sort of i don't know what era but it's very old time in korea the 1920s uh older jb way older (laughs) 1910 it's back it's back there you know (laughs) yeah in the the world began in the the 1900s um but it's it's basically about this it's 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 a zombie show set in medieval political turmoil turmoil of korea oh that's pretty cool so there's this like the whole plot is that there's a there's an epidemic people are turning into zombies and it turns out um there's 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 this like plague that people were trying to cure with something called a resurrection plant mm. which when people die idea. you administer you administer the plant and it brings them back to life supposedly well what happens is the king of the kingdom dies and they bring him back to life and he is he's just hungry for that meat like listening meat mm-hmm. and i think that it, it, but the whole thing is that it you know it takes place in a time where the concept of the undead is completely mythological you know people have no idea how to deal with it there's no form of communi- long distance communication and it it does something new with horror in in the terms of like these people can't do anything about it there's nothing that they can do about zombies yeah. and they don't really do anything new with the zombies and that's it it that's what makes it so much more impressive to me you know I think that's that's what my biggest uh, issue with the horror genre in general lately is, is that nobody has any creative ways to write around, mm-hmm. like, technology. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. so many situations and problems would be solved with just a simple phone call in these movies. And the way One they call. get around it is, is either cheap or they just don't acknowledge it. Yeah. And that's, oh man, I love this show so much. And what's even more exciting to me is that the whole uh, political plot revolves around the the king being a zombie he's undead and the the queen is having a child so they just have to keep the zombie king alive until the woman has the new king and so it's like they're trying to um try to strip away as much power from from the current crown pits crown prince as they can until the new king is born and they're like trying to delegitimize delegitimize i'm choosing a lot of big words to say when i can't Mm -hmm. fucking say them right (laughs) Mm mm-hmm delegitimatize his his rule in the midst of like these fucking hordes are coming after them oh and it's fucking rad we're just gonna stop and go watch it now yeah um but yeah i will say too like i i was a big fan of uh roguelikes for a long time oh god mm-hmm. yeah. and roguelikes it's it's very much purely mechanical a lot of the stories you if you want to look for it you can it's there and a lot of it if is you sort of choose who you are in that world um mm-hmm. and i could name a number of games enter the gungeon binding of isaac monolith <laughs> flinthook hyperlight drifter um, hyperlight Man. drifter well it's not a roguelike gee we've talked about this but i love you anyways and i support you um <laughs> brendan Fraser. i'm the game expert on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. but then but then something like i i came across um near automata and sort of the height of my roguelike interest and near automata completely blew me away and there's no other rpg or jrpg that i've been interested in since but it's something that surprisingly surprised me so much because it seems like they broke the mold of an rpg hmm. yeah and see I, I kind of felt that way with the persona game like um i am so fatigued on like the jap a traditional japanese rpg structure of do mm-hmm. a move take a turn do a move take a turn but like yeah. and that's how that game is but they threw in enough like new mechanics and just the fucking bleeding style in that game just man it, i was i was uh what's the word i'm looking for like enraptured with it like yeah. i just never wanted to set it down 
Hmm. Which I know, you, I know you definitely could say the same about um, Yakuza. I know how yeah. much you love that game. Yeah, you did love Yakuza. It took it took the open world gangster RPG and and injected it with slice of life. Which yeah, because like the the combat in there is very repetitive and sure. often oftentimes uninteresting, and but like you just feel like that world is so lived in and stuff like that. Like, you know, that's why like my gaming tastes are all across the board. As far as going outside of your comfort zone, would you consider the battle royale genre? Yeah, buddy, absolutely. Especially yeah. recently. Yeah, because I, I I know we've both been digging on Apex pretty hard. Do you enjoy it that much? I haven't played it yet. I let's let's start off by by saying this. Here's something. Yeah. yeah. Apex has surpassed 10 million unique uh, players within 72 hours of launch. A game that nobody heard about last week. Yeah, that's true. They did like silently ninja drop it, huh? Yeah, uh, I don't know if we covered uh, no because uh, that was all still a mystery last week when we recorded. Yeah, but we podcast. talked about it. We talked about something. Something was coming. We talk, Yeah, we talked about it. Uh, but since then, like uh, I want to say, the guy's name is Vince Vampanella. Yeah, yeah. Is like that, that the lead guy? One hundred percent right. Respawn. Sure. Cool. Let's just say it is. Let's change <laughs> <Yeah>. his name. <laughs> Todd Howard. If it's Tom wrong, I'll, if it's <laughs> wrong, I'll do a. Uh, I'll do audio over it later of me saying the right name. I won't edit out the wrong name. You'll just hear two names come out, and you have to decide. Yeah. <laughs> choose your own adventure. Choose your, choose your own podcast. <laughs> but he said, he, and it was a fucking brilliant move, and good good job to him and the balls on this guy for being able to pitch this to EA and having them go along with it. Because Balls. Yeah. Well, li- listen. So he said, the reason we, we released it this way and didn't say anything about it we wanted to come to the public with a finished game because he said we knew if we went to uh, the public early with an announcement that we were doing a free-to-play jo- uh, shooter yeah. in the Battle Royale genre with loot boxes, yeah. people would have seen that and the narrative would have gone negative real quick. They people would have been like, yeah, they yeah. would have been like, uh, like, okay, so the people that made Titanfall are doing a free-to-play thing for EA with loot boxes after Battlefront 2 came out. Yep. So he said, no, we just wanted to put the game out there and let the game speak for itself before people got the wrong idea about it. That was smart. I didn't even think about that, but you're right. How do you pitch that shit to EA? How do you say you fucked up the the like the like um, landscape of, of free-to-play games and loot boxes so badly that we're going to stealth drop this game? I think they knew that they fucked it up, and he probably came to them with the they idea. Knew. And they were like, yeah, that seems good. Like, I, I don't... I think I think EA especially too they see Fortnite and PUBG and just the battle royale genre in general. Yeah. I think that would be an easy pitch to accept. A free game people can buy shit in like No, that's that's fine. Yeah. I get that. That is yeah, you're that's an about, easy sell to EA. I'm talking about, about how do you go to drop. EA? Yeah, exactly. How do you go to EA and be like, "No, don't promo this. Just let us put it out." I don't, don't know how that let us put it out. I don't know how they got there, but I'm so glad they did because I I think if if they had announced it, there would have been gameplay trailers and trailers, and you know, I've people I've, would people would have picked it apart to death. Yeah. Well, and I, I like, have oh, coworkers, I have coworkers that watch trailers and reviews for movies and video games before they come out and make an opinion before they play it, which I think right. is fucking ridiculous. I think it helps so much that they, again, like you said, they they let the game speak for itself. They made people hop on the game. Yeah, and I know last week we kind of shit on Anthem a little bit, but I even said like I was. Very careful to also say, you know, this game isn't out. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, if there are things that really happen in that game that turn it around, cool, I'm all on board. Yeah. I was very careful to say, fuck it. No. Keep um, Bioware alive. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's, it was a really good idea. I, I didn't even think about it before. I just thought they'd, like, ninja dropped it just for, like, the hype. You know, like, no. like, like whoops, you know. Um, but um, but it, it was the, I think it was the only way. That that game found success and they they fucking nailed it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. look at the user base. You're right. I mean, when they announced um, uh, the what you call it, the r- battle royale mode for other games, like people would just boo and shit. Yeah. Yeah. So you're probably right. I I think you're definitely correct. Anyway. All right. So is it is it that time for my favorite segment? My time to shine. That's oh, gonna be bad this week. It's time for review crew, where each week we deploy drones deep within the bowels of Amazon and find the greatest reviews for Brendan Fraser's listening pleasure. Yeah. That's right, boy. We're still in love with you. Yeah, we love, love you, Brendan you. Fraser. This is for you, Brendan. Mm-hmm. You didn't magically know about our podcast and show up this week, so we're not mad. We're giving you another chance next week. We're not uh, mad, Brendan. We're just disappointed. <laughs> yeah. We're not. Not even. I'm not I'm even happy. that. We love. I'm you, happy Brendan. that you're happy. No, I'm not disappointed at all. 
I'm and, a little, well, I'm a and if you're having a bad day today, Brendan, just it's gonna get better because we love you. Yeah, we love you. <laughs> anyway, before this gets weird, it's got so what do you have first? It's gotten weird already. <laughs> uh, so my first item is uh, the homesick candle scented. So what this company does is they make candles for each state. <laughs> That supposedly, they, that supposedly smells like the state. They take all so, those. Okay. They take all the juice from the state and they yeah. fucking just get it in that small jar. <laughs> they they wring out the state, the state, the state. Oh my god! They, they, they put a towel. The they put a towel down. They put a towel down, and you know they put one in Seattle. I saw them wring it out. Yeah, you saw. Them? A, we're all having trouble with words this week. Yeah, <laughs> buddy. Uh, <laughs> Um, um, so the Louisiana one just smells like swamp ass and split beer, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And mosquitoes. Um, so, so it's kind of funny. People buy these apparently to like trigger their memories of states they lived in before. Um, Which makes sense because, uh, like smell is the hardest yeah. link to, to memory in your brain. Yeah, it is. Um, but so I'm not going to goof on that. I know you no. always wanted me to make some really fucking clever joke, but oh, man, this is science. This is serious business talk. I'm, I'm looking at my state, so I didn't hear it. So I think it's funny that they, 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 they have to specify that they're made in the USA, but of course they're made in, they're made in the, their states that they have to make them in. Cause that's how if they're, they're not made, made in, in each individual state, though, that's a deal breaker for me. Yeah, that's a, definitely a deal breaker. I'll break that deal today. How are you going to make an Arkansas candle if you're not in Arkansas? <laughs> okay. I love that Arkansas that they put <laughs> into the candles. <laughs> Arkansas. Pace picante Arkansas. <laughs> Lost in the sauce, you know? Lost in the sauce. <laughs> awesome sauce. Um, Alright, so my first couple of reviews is people that made the mistake of burning the candle in the state that they're currently in, which makes no uh, sense. And so their reviews idiots. are <laughs> from Carolyn Crow. Absolutely no fragrance of any kind. Well, duh, <laughs> dumb shit. <laughs> you're burning a Nebraska candle in Nebraska. What are you start, you're already there. What are you expecting? It just smells like the state you're in. And there's another one. Kelsey says, not worth it at all. This candle smells like absolutely nothing. Well, duh, you're burning a Massachusetts candle in Massachusetts. So all you smell is what you smell outside. It's Massachusetts. It's, it's, it's massive Massachusetts. That's all you're smelling. Okay. Can I read one from Shannon? <laughs> yeah, do it. Shannon says one star. North Carolina smell is horrendous. <laughs> she she goes she goes on to say, man, I should have listened to the other reviews on here on the North Carolina smell. It's horrible, all caps. It smells like a hippie threw up some BBQ while smoking a black and mild. I had to wash my hand because the candle smell was on my fingers and it was giving me a headache. Thirty dollar waste. Who all caps over there honestly smells it and says yes, perfect. Serious question. Let's read the comments. Oh god, I thought of San. I I thought of San Francisco also when reading the description. LOL. (laughs) (laughs) And another person, different person, four months apart. LOL. Interesting because that sounds like how it smells in San Francisco where I live. But for some reason they didn't include any of that in the San Francisco scent. San Francisco. Apparently, it smells like shit. I've never been there. <laughs> so, San Francisco uh, is not a state. I just want to let everyone know that. Yeah. <laughs> what? Since when? They do have separate candles for South, Southern California and Northern California. I saw that. It looks like Florida has the same thing. Oh, really? And North Carolina and South Carolina. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, I'm looking at a picture. Yeah. <laughs> what about the East and West Virginias? Yeah, North it's and South Dakota. It's not even that big of a state. <laughs> Is there an East Virginia or just Virginia? I'm a fucking idiot. No, it's just Virginia and then West Virginia. <laughs> West Virginia. East Virginia. Mount Mama. I will say that I'll touch on two things. Me and me and Omega hiked the uh, the Blue Ridge Parkway in North Carolina. And that's pretty much what I remember from the smells is throwing up uh, barbecue hippies. Yeah. Well, smoking, smoking a black and, and mild. Yeah, you can't forget yeah, that. Barbecue part. hippies. But I mean, that's the patented trees out there. Bees. Bees and bears. And also, Jeez. from what I hear from San Francisco, they have they have a huge homeless problem, and part of that includes people just defecating on the street constantly. Yeah, that's every city in in, in it, California. It's like the yeah. turn of the century. I miss those times. They but they uh, say like stepping in stepping in human feces out there is just kind of like stepping in dog poop anywhere else. It's like so common to yeah. find it on the sidewalk. You're it's not, not mad. Even... It's just like ah dang. What fucking sucks <laughs> is people they yeah. they poo on your like doorstep like on your like your stairs right. <laughs> like dude like you could have just food on a sidewalk or something why'd you have anyway, to go that's so a fun tangent to my door. candles yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this other one um 
they have the the Southern California candle, and their name is Jarrett. Uh, I'm just gonna call him Jarrett Rules because I can't pronounce his last name. Um, product smells like a retirement home. <laughs> nice. <laughs> is that Delaware. That was a uh, Southern California. Man, I don't know why I assumed that about Delaware just now. I'm sorry. Yeah, Jesus. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, Delaware is just, it just strikes that in my mind, I guess. Sorry, Anne, Delaware. Anne has the Massachusetts one that says it smells like burnt popcorn. Nice. <laughs> the problem was she was putting popcorn on the top of her candle. That's what I'm assuming. Now. Yeah, she can't do that. <laughs> she put the candle in the same microwave she just got popcorn done in. I wanted to smell like that state when I was eating popcorn. <laughs> Chrome, Chrome 23 gives it one star, says interesting, and then a, a interesting emoji. They had the Texas, the Texas style candles. So they gifted this to a good friend of mine. After he smelled it, he said it reminded him of the bathroom fresheners they put in urinals. <laughs> I've mm-hmm. been to Texas and never thought it smelled like that. Because you were in Texas, my man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was in Texas the whole time. Everyone knows Texas smells. I mean, well, the problem is the urinal cakes are Texas scented. That's the that's the real yeah, issue. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good old Texas year send it urinal cakes. Uh, what's this other one? Oh, this one. Uh, Amazon customer reviews the New Jersey one. Says so. I know New Jersey is kind of a crappy state, but dang, this thing smells like a New Jersey Turnpike rest area bathroom. I mean, uh, I, I guess it's accurate. It smells like home. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It does smell just like Snooky like from home. Jersey Shore. What cracks <laughs> me up is that, like, you know, they're not putting bad scents. They're putting like vanilla and patchouli. So these yeah. people are smelling it and going, oh, oh, God. <laughs> God, it's awful. This is horrible. Maybe they pooed on their candle before they smelled it. Yeah. Yeah, that that has to be the problem, That has to be Jeremy. the problem. That has to be <laughs> I mean, I've done it before. It happens. Um, this person says, dangerous candle. At first, I loved this candle until it burned all it the way down. Fire. <laughs> it fire. It turned the glass black, then set my coffee table on fire. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And then I pulled out a knife and fucked me in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> my husband had to put it out with water. This candle is so dangerous. He gave me it grief, pin- but rightfully it so. It pinned me down and made my husband watch. <laughs> He gave me grief, but rightfully so, as I almost burned our house down buying this $30 candle. On the upside, I'm not missing Missouri anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. I was missing Missouri. Then I almost burned my house down. Now it's fine. Here's one about Delaware, kind of. Yeah, do it. Uh, Brittany Banzoff says, one star, ordered the Delaware candle, but received Mississippi. (laughs) So... I like Take. this one from Jillian, mostly because of the title, but I'll read, I'll read the comment first. Not worth the $30, not even worth 10 I ordered the Montana one, it smells just lo- uh, just like laundry-like. Oh, what? Okay. Cool, <laughs> she used the word like within three words of like each other. Oh. It smells just but, like, like laundry-like. Why did she do that? Okay, parts of Montana definitely smell like wet laundry, but that doesn't mean that's what I want in a candle. Gross. And the title of this is uh, the same one I'd have if I had a Tinder profile. Way smaller than you'd expect. <laughs> Some parts of Montana smell like wet laundry. Everyone so they kind knows of got it. Montana right. is the wet laundry state. I mean, duh, it's in the name. I like how it's not even doesn't smell at all. It's like some parts, yeah, but not my part. Not, <laughs> not my this, part of Montana. This, and this part is mine, and I'm taking this part it back. Is mine. I'm taking my part back. <laughs> Division two beta. Oh yeah, <laughs> Far Cry Six. That was a that was a Goonies reference, but thanks, guys. <laughs> no problem. All right, are y'all ready? It's time. Yeah, yeah, are, are, are you? <laughs> hold on, hold on. Okay, you gotta give a dramatic intro. G-Man, edit some music in so that he can announce this fucking properly. No, it's just as. <laughs> While you guys are talking, I decided to open up the link and scroll down the user reviews. <laughs> and it washed over me like a wave. <laughs> Don't ruin it. I'm not. So, you guys are aware of, now that's what I call music, right? Yep, so, I am, and we finally did it. Boys, boys, we made it. We did it. We could all die this happy, man. This is what man. it's all been for. <laughs> we made it to now, that's what I call music, volume 69. Round of applause. <laughs> we did it, guys. Clap on three. Thank you. Thank uh, you. All right, now wake me, up. wake me up when we get to 420. Okay, yeah. 
We're getting last to 420 now. So this review has 108 five-star reviews that are just the word nice. <laughs> hold on. I have hold on. I have one from Carlos that says five stars nice. God, yes. Carlos. <laughs> I have one from on. Ryan M. Five stars. Nice. So check this one out. It's our old buddy, Amazon customer. <laughs> five stars. Nice. There is one that has it they put an image where it says nice 2019. <laughs> <laughs> Zach says five stars. Nice. This is a nice album. This is so good. So, <laughs> are there any that aren't just? Oh the word yes. Nice? Let me get to those. So we have a one star review from <laughs> Sheena D. <laughs> Say songs do not even play beyond track number seven. Got this brand new with this plastic cover fully packaged. When it displays, there's no audio to the tracks past number seven. The item has a ridiculous amount of reviews that just say nice. <laughs> they were posted <laughs> after I bought it on February 1st, 2019, which is the release date. There is nothing nice about a damaged disc. I do not recommend purchasing this at all. We will be sending it back. <laughs> I, need a, I need a palate cleanser. Matt says five stars. Nice. 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 <laughs> That's a lot of those. <laughs> I've got a one star from Ernest Polk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, a ton that's, of that, fake that, reviews that, on this release. It is, is not it. nice. It oh is not nice. I'm not going to read his whole review because uh, it's very detailed and boring, but it, it just goes down. And how does Amazon allow itself to be spammed by someone giving <laughs> 50 reviews just saying nice? Yes, this is a mess. Go on, go on. <laughs> Apparently, it must be one of those artists on the CD trying to make it look like it is good. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> I didn't even see that. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, oh my so God. this is his first day on the internet. That's cute. <laughs> I like the two comments on that one. The first one is nice. nice. <laughs> and then the second one is not nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What a comic back. Night, but for real. Nice. 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 <laughs> we did it. Looks like we made it. We made it. That's all we needed. Now. Humankind now has music. achieved its pinnacle of greatness. <laughs> Now that's what I call music. Now that's what I call music. <laughs> they saved all the good music for this one. For the Vibe 69, yes. Mm-hmm. What is nice. even on it? I didn't even look. Breathe it. Matter. No, don't, don't read it. It doesn't matter because it's only going to serve to disappoint us. They should at least put 69 tracks on it. <laughs> Gee, even if they're all like listened. one second long. I should have listened. I shouldn't have read it. It's you all. shouldn't have fucking <laughs> read it. Don't spoil it for the rest of us. Ah, oh, tequila's on there. There we go. It's got wish. You Sir wish a lot and Sir Mix a little about. on it. It's on there. <laughs> <laughs> Sir Mix a little. Sir, Sir Mix a lot loves big butts and he cannot lie. Sir Mix a little hates big butts and he's always lying. <laughs> Constantly. <laughs> oh my god. I just... love a good. Love a good logic puzzle. It's just such okay. a fucking funny ass joke. I found something to get mad at. What? So this is now. Now that's what I call music sixty nine. And guess what the runtime is? What? Sixty seven minutes. They were so close. Oh my god. god they were it. so close. Jesus Christ. Now that's what I call just, music. Now that's, that's what that's I call not, a fuck up. That's what I no, call that's what a I call fucking disappointment. disappointment. Who produced yeah, this? We're on the same page. Was it Rebecca Valentine or Tom Howard? I want to know. Custom Marketing Group. Todd Howard. How many times <laughs> do we have to go over this? <laughs> it's canon now. His name is Tom Howard. His name is Tom Poor Howard. Poor Tom you, Howard. You, you You're gonna Big Tom? Lebowski. I'm the wrong man's gonna get like all this hate sent his way. <laughs> Give us Give the us money, the Skyrim, Mister Howard. Fuck you, Skyrim, Tom. <laughs> Oh, fucking ridiculous. They should have made it 69 disc. 69 disc would have been amazing. <laughs> Just one for <laughs> each song. Well, Philip, Christ. The, CDs, the CD costs $5, but the shipping cost is 45 <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. They're in stock February 15th. They ran out. Yeah. They ran out of that nut. <laughs> I, I imagine people were just buying it just because it was now. That's what I call music. Just because it's nice. <laughs> yeah. I guarantee. Just it's so nice. I thought they're, about they're buying it. They're not even going to move up the number list. The next CD is going to be called now. That's what I call music. 69 again. 69 too. <laughs> it's going to go straight to 420. It's just all, <laughs> all reggae. 69.1, the nice. <laughs> Jobless. <laughs> Wait, there's another one. There's a now 69. That's what I call music. Hey, what, I what is this? Uh, 
Is this a ripoff? I told you they'd do it again. Is this a ripoff? They're just going to keep putting the 69 in different places. Oh, guess what all the comments say. Nice. No, not, oh, there's a few, yeah. Now that's 69, what I call music. They're just like gonna a, keep putting uh, guys, it in. Guys, <laughs> we brought it back around, because guess, guess what's... Uh, Hold on. Guess what's track number nine on disc one of this this ripoff now? Oh, shit. Crank that soldier. Oh, hell yeah. Mark, yes. Soldier Watch. Everything. Beep, 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 beep. Soldier Watch update. Soldierwatch.com is still down. <laughs> That's probably for the best. I don't think the world is ready for Soldier yeah. Watch. This one comes with two discs. They're only 67 so- discs away. I'm ready to Soldier Wait for Soldier Watch. <laughs> is this one 69 minutes? They don't say. I'm just going to believe that it is. What the fuck is this? Love my music. I a rocking granny. Oh, oh, <laughs> I get She's it. She's a rocking granny. I, I thought it said Grammy at first. Don't like, you get yeah, it? You have a Grammy. I'm rocking a Grammy, and I fucking love this shit. I've been nice. had. This is not the official. Now that's what I call music. Sixty nine. Completely different playlist. Not cool. <laughs> I only <laughs> got me. I've been hoodwinked. This person lists the entire track list in their review. Do they not understand how Amazon works? <laughs> yeah, I just saw that. Not only that, very descriptive track lists. <laughs> Another vintage number. <laughs> Lovely intro to a catchy pop slash folk track. A favorite of mine. Nice. <laughs> this is weird. Like, Did someone just really rip this off and change the name just slightly to now that's what I call music? Because what's the, what's the other one called? Now that's music. now that's what <laughs> I, I call it's, music. It's, it's now sixty nine. That's what I call music instead of now. That's what I call music sixty nine. Oh uh, my yeah. god, that's fucked up. It's fucked up. We should make our own. That's called um, now. That's what we call music. <laughs> and it's no, just it's, always sixty nine. <laughs> <this is, laughs> it's it's now that's sixty nine. What I call music. <laughs> now that's sixty nine. <laughs> now that's what sixty nine. I call music. Sixty nine. <laughs> 